Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Good evening, Gavin. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to part 90 of our weekly podcast, The Current View, then and now, with the Audibles, but Mr. Terry Curran. How's things? It's absolutely bladdering it down here in Birmingham. Well, we, we, we're okay, but we had, a, we had it uh, this morning, so other than that, uh, it's not too bad. And have you got any fuel up there in uh, Sheffield and north of Sheffield, in your village that you live in? Well, I'm 28 miles in my car, and right. I, I can't get anywhere. My, where I am, we've got one petrol station. Joking it. So after I've spoke to you tonight, I'm going to get me something to have a look at, see what garages are open, nearest one. Yeah. There's more chance of going in at night time than the day of morning, so it looks like we're going to be in a right mess for a while at this moment in time. Absolutely. We've got hundreds round here in Birmingham, but they're all bleeding empty. <laughs> Well, what about this, the shortage of wagon drivers? I'm not surprised. They'll blame Brexit. They'll blame this. They'll blame that. It's five thousand pound to get a HGV license. It's crazy, isn't it? Too, so crazy. People can't afford it, can they? No, absolutely madness. But uh, what I have don't you... know what they're doing to the world, Gabby. And you know, I know. You don't want to get on about politics, but the world's upside down. Absolutely, it's crazy. But what has been brilliant is the goals and the magic moments from the weekend's football. So what have you sourced for us this week, TC? Well, again, as you know, it's so difficult. You yep. know, and it's, only, it's only my opinion on this. And it's like your opinion on it. I like the goal for the, for the lad got at Burnley, the technique, the balance, uh, the power, the accuracy were absolutely sublime. Um, Arsenal have set off bad they've had a couple of good results you know they haven't played uh, anybody with um, with any notoriety at this moment in time Tottenham's you know up and down I, I thought the performance itself was worthy of a you know a magic moment because they were a young team they played some magnificent football but I love the second goal I don't know if you saw it Gabs but the, ball, the goalkeeper plays it out to the centre back and he could have lost it but then after that, you know, within a split, two seconds, three seconds, it's in back of Arsenal goal. Without playing the ball long, it was tempoed into feet. And that what, Smith boy, is it? The young lad for Arsenal. Smith Rowe, great player. Yeah. What a player he looks. Saka's performance were absolutely sublime. So the, 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 the two I'm going for is, is the Burnley against Leicester and the Arsenal's second goal against um, Tottenham. And I know Tottenham didn't play particularly well. And sometimes the opposition make you look that bad, don't they? You know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I heard uh, Numo turning around and saying about it, what his fault, team selection. You know, you've got to try and win a football match by attacking, but you've got to have defenders what can defend. Once yeah. you start to pack your defence, 
you know, you're leaving all different areas uh, wide open, uh, you know. So there's gaps from the uh, midfield to the strikers, and then it's other way round uh, when they're when they're attacking and when they're defending. That's what happens again. So it's getting that balance right, getting defenders what can defend, um, and then you've got you've got not to be fearful. You know, you only got to look at Manchester City against Chelsea, and it's not that. Um, you know, uh, I look at it as though Manchester City are going to wipe the because it doesn't happen like that. Mm. Like that, Chelsea beat them three times last year. You know, uh, they made it difficult for for Manchester City to to, to uh, create space in the in the Champions League final. But Manchester City the other day made Chelsea look very ordinary. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a very intense uh, and exciting uh, season for the top four for me. Yeah, I keep changing my mind who I think is going to win the league every week. Uh, I didn't see the uh, the Arsenal game. I was travelling back. I've been over to my mum and dad's. We've been playing our Wembley at the in the in the back garden. And I think the old man thought he was a teenager again. He's eighty one with a pacemaker, so I hope he's okay today. Bless him. Um, and I didn't see match of the day two last night. Um, was it true that they were extracting the urine to put it nicely? Um, over Fernandez's penalty miss because I didn't see. Did you see it? I've seen little clips. Well, I've not. I have not watched the BBC or Special TV. Of course, TV. you don't know. So I, 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 that's true. That yeah. So I, can't, I, I can't. I don't know. But I, what I did, I was out and I got a. I got a message from my beloved friend Simon Stainrod. Yes. And I just paid him a bottle of champagne from nearly two years ago when. Who was it? Chelsea, I think it was Manchester City, not or Liverpool. He beat Liverpool. back Liverpool that year, didn't he? Yeah. Anyway, he sent me a message and he said, "Do you want a champagne on? Uh, I'll have Chelsea to beat Manchester City. Uh, I think they've been kicked off ten minutes, so Chelsea must have set off well." I said, "Yeah, go on, we'll, we'll have it." Anyway, he, sent me a message. he said, "Oh, we'll double up because I've got City to win league this year." I said, "Yeah, he has actually." Classic new Simon. <laughs> so, so we're doubling up, and he's got Manchester City. Uh, and I've got to finish up with Chelsea. He does like Chelsea. He did say I'm a bit of a Chelsea yeah. fan, but I'm going for City. No, apparently, you know where that with the uh, the Apollo takeoff. Houston, are you ready? And we're ready for takeoff. And then yes. they uh, they they done that. And the you know the rocket going off, and then Fernandez kicking the ball, and uh, he almost put that ball into Warby over the Stretford end. <laughs> but I, I didn't see. But I have seen things on social media, and I thought hysterical but I don't know whether they would have the balls to actually go with that or whether people were just making it up because I didn't see match of the day two I did see match of the day one and you're absolutely right that fella Cornet that scored a wonderful goal and then the next time you saw him on on uh, on the game because it's only the highlights and you don't know at what minute you know, he, he had the second chance where a ball come over and he went I to volley and yeah, completely missed it. The next time he's touched the ball, he's kicked it out and his uh, his ammy had gone. So he he didn't have the greatest of debuts. In one way he did, but in the other he didn't because he'll probably be out for a, a couple of months now, won't he? But he we, did we, we look, him, yeah. yeah, he did look but a decent player. Was, oh, yeah. yeah, the goal itself looked were, were absolutely everything about it. The Quality, team, the, uh, the accuracy, the balance, uh, time, time it because he's not blasting it, but it looks as though it's it's gone with power. Yeah, when you catch it right, you know you'll always get the power in it. 
absolutely. And he, he does look a really unburnly type of player. So, player. He, again, he's one to watch. And I'm a big fan of Emil Smith-Rowe, Saka and their own guard as well. I think Arsenal really are getting it together. I don't think Arsenal are as bad as what people make out. I think Arteta, like yourself, I think Arteta will get it right. He's a good manager. He'll prove that he is a good manager. Aubameyang has got up front. He's sorting the defence out. I think Arsenal could be a dark horse for the top six. I'm not saying that they're going to get in the Champions League, but I think when Arsenal are on it and Arsenal are playing good, their football that they play, I think they are a really good team. And I think what? the goalkeeper makes a difference, TC. They look oh, as though they've got a decent goalkeeper in Ramsdale. Or anything, Ramsgate, anything whatever his name from, is. You know, from, from, from Division 2 yeah. to the um, uh, Premier League, you've got to have a top goalkeeper. But going back to, to to Arteta and Arsenal, I mean, I mean, Arteta wins the FA Cup in his first season. Yeah. Arteta, what Arteta has got is young. Yep. Uh, and Arsenal have a massive club. Yeah. Have always won trophies. So for the last two seasons, three seasons, uh, to be in a league position that they've been in, I can see why people. I can see why people um, uh, get on his back, get on Arsenal's back. Mm. Uh, but when you look at Arsenal, you know. When you look at Wenger, they've never bought massive, uh, trans- never spent massive transfer fees on players, have they? Spent- no, only that Pepe. Wait, don't get me wrong, they spent a few quid in this this season. Mm. You know, not arguing. You know, dis- we're having a disagreement, me and Jock, about you know. He said, "Well, they spent the most money this year, Dad, 150 million." Yeah, I'm not the same. Spent 100 million on Jack Grealish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I said, "How many players were that, Jock?" Mm. You know, so. Look, I, I get it. I get, you know, and people are entitled to it. And I agree. I agree with some of it, what they're saying. Mm. But I, I believe that he will be a, a top manager. And I will. I do believe they're going to be a good team. Yep, and I, I think do. within the next two or three seasons, I think they're going to be a top team. Yeah, I do as well. I do. I think they tick all those boxes. And, and uh, they're a good team to watch as well, Arsenal. I like the way that, that, that Arsenal play football. My magic moments was, uh, I thought, Jesus' goal for uh, City against Chelsea was sublime. And the bits that I did see on uh, on Match of the Day, Manchester City did look a cut above. And I think when Man City do come out and play, again, play in a very similar way that Arsenal used to play back in the day with Wenger. You know, yeah. the, the, this for me, I like to watch football played that way. And well, uh, tremendous turn and, uh, and goal. Little bit, okay, you've got a little bit of deflection, but if you don't shoot, you don't score. Yeah, I, well, I thought... That, I thought uh... I thought the turn and everything were, were sublime. Yeah. I thought it was a lucky goal because it's taken te- the deflection. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But uh, what I saw, what I've seen a good, I've had seen some good highlights of it, not not extended. I've seen a good chunk of uh, the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, our player, our favourite player, Jack Grealish, <laughs> yeah. started to turn it on now. I mean, started to turn it on. It looks it looks as though he's going up another, up another level uh, for me. Yeah. And uh, Paris Saint-Germain tomorrow uh, away in the Champions League. But I, I do love to watch City. I just think they're a cut above and they're a class act. Over the road there in Manchester United, Courtney Houses' goal against them. I wasn't surprised that Villa beat Manchester United. I was surprised that they scored off a corner because Villa must have had about 80 or 90 corners. And we, well, they've probably had as many corners as we've had podcasts and they hadn't scored from one up until Saturday. And uh, there was a little bit of controversy where Ollie Watkins is standing in 
the uh, the line of vision of the goalkeeper. Well, I don't know what Ali Gunnar Solskjaer was watching because all Watkins did was stand in front of him while the corner was taken. As soon as the ball went on towards Courtney Owes' head, Ali had pulled away and he had perfect sight. But I tell you something, TC, had two goalkeepers been in that goal, they wouldn't have stopped that bullet header. Absolutely no. fantastic and a 100%. great performance. Great yeah. performance and a brilliant result for Villa. And again, another team for me capable of top six. I think they've really kicked on this season. I'm really impressed watching Villa. And I'd like, I'd like to mention Brentford because the game against Liverpool absolutely. was absolutely end-to-end. Yeah. Both teams going for it. Exciting strikers on the pitch. Uh, and little old Brentford. I mean, I can remember playing against Brentford with Doncaster in the fourth division. Now, yeah. here's one for you. Yeah. Now we mentioned Brentford. I was telling Jock the same thing. I said, uh, the old ground, obviously, because obviously this is a new stadium. Yeah, Griffin there. Park, yeah. Uh, his last game, Gordon Hill, the referee, right, was for, uh, was against Don was Doncaster and Brentford at Brentford. His last game. Can you remember Gordon Hill, the referee? Yeah, yeah, vaguely. He was one of the better referees, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he was the best at that time. I'm, yeah. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he, he refereed a World Cup. I'm sure he did. But obviously, but he was in the finals, you know. Mm. Uh, but uh, he refereed the, his last game in football in football league was Doncaster and um, and Brentford. But they've the absolutely taken the league by storm by going out and and playing attractive football. Again, I like the manager. Yeah, I like the manager, Thomas Frank. He's not frightened. He has a go. Liverpool come to town. We don't care who you are. We know that if we sit back and let you on to us, you're going to hurt us. So do you know what we're going to do? We're going to play our football and we're going to go a little bit more direct than what we usually do as well. So we're going to mix our game up a bit. Absolutely fantastic. Villa do that as well. Dean Smith does that. If you if you are going to sit back and allow that opposition time and space and the ball when they've got such quality, they're going to hurt you. The problem the problem with, with, with majority of teams Frightened. is yeah. fear. The fear, yeah. the fear of not losing, the fear of getting beat 4 or 5 nil. Yeah. Because they know what's going to come. What, mm. what's going to come. What makes me laugh with them, with Steve Bruce and all that, and listen, I'm not one of these what are Steve Bruce haters. I, I quite like Steve Bruce. Yeah. He's a nice guy and all. You know, but they're fearful of losing four, five, six nils when they play these top teams. Mm. Brentford, Brentford, I've sold a lot of top, a lot of their top players. They do every season, yeah. Them. Yeah. It's not just, it's not just the, uh, the manager. It's it's everything about the club itself. Yeah, recruitment. How it's run. Yeah. You know, and they'll buy players to play a certain way. Yeah. You know, so I want to give them a bit a bit of praise. Uh, whatever happens with Brentford, you know, you can see that they're not going to fear uh, other teams. Get defenders what what can defend. It Absolutely. will help you. Right? Yeah. Then, I mean, we, Absolutely. What you, what you need is your better place to cause havoc and chaos in the top half of the pitch, not come back and cause ca- uh, chaos and havoc in your own half. Yep. Because, you know, those type of players are not great defenders. No, forwards, forwards by and large aren't good defenders and forwards are forwards for one reason. They're bloody good at running at defenders, making things happen 
and scoring goals. Yeah, OK, when you lose a ball, you've got to win it back. And City, a great example of that. That that game, I watched the the, the highlights on, um, on Match of the Day because I was, I was working Saturday. And the way that City hunt down that ball in packs is, is, is fantastic. And Barcelona, all the great teams do that. You know, but, you defend from the front. Superb. Yeah. Well, I, you, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of stick about Guardiola. You know that. Mm. But it's great what you're saying. And I agree. I agree with you. I, well, wholeheartedly, I agree with you. He's, he's, got, he's got the players that understand that. Yeah. People make me laugh when they say, oh, Guardiola gets... They understand it. Mm-hmm. They've, got, they've got about 25, 26, 27 world-class players. And if, if Gabby's not doing it, or Terry Cummins not doing it, or whoever you, whatever player it is, he's got, you know, your Jack Grealish what will come in, or your Silver. I mean, Silver's gone now, but he's got that many top players, hasn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. yeah. You know, to come in. So, oh, the, uh, an abundance of talent. Working hard. And exactly. It, it's not one what goes, it's groups. It's yeah. groups and packs. the umpteen of packs. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they they are a pack beast. And the corner them, the corner them, the surround them, they make them go the wrong, wrong way, they put them under pressure, they make them make mistakes. And then when they get the ball, well, listen, it's, it's not impossible, but it must be horrible to play against them when you can't get the ball back off them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, and they move the ball quickly as well. As I say, they're, they're a great team, the champions, and it was good, the champions of Europe against the champions of, of this country, and I do think that City will go on and win the Champions League that's eluded them so far, because I think that... Uh, Pep was, yeah, OK, he was brought in to win the Champions League. He was brought in to just change the face of Man City. And that's what he's done. And he's marked his stamp wherever he's been. And uh, well done, Pep Guardiola. Again, schooling managers. And the one thing that I absolutely loved, because when when they didn't win that Champions League final, it was like, oh, Pep Guardiola, he's picked the wrong team. He plays too attacking. He, he don't know how to defend. He didn't play a central defensive. He didn't have this double pivot and all this crap that I keep hearing. No, Pep Guardiola is a football man and he sets his teams out to win games of football and he plays a nice, balanced way of attacking the side and also defending. And I thought that not only did Man City win on Saturday, but I thought football won as well. And I always like to see football teams win. Uh, Vranchik's goal for Stoke City, I thought was absolutely class. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. But my magic moment was Ryan Christie's pass for uh, Billings' goal for uh, for Bournemouth this weekend. Bournemouth, yeah. uh, he just flicks it up and then Billings just rolled his ankles and, and put it in the onion bag. So well done, Ryan Christie. I didn't realise he got that in his locker and uh, what a player he looks. So, I'd, like to think with, I'd like to think there were great goals in our days. But we do, isn't it great to have yeah. the cameras there to see all these goals from all different... Um, different teams and different leagues. But I just want to touch on the, the, the Guardiola thing about him being brought into to Manchester City. Yeah. He was brought in, regardless of what anybody says, and look, it's opinions. Yeah. But this is my opinion of it. Mm-hmm. He was brought into Manchester City to change their style of football. Absolutely. To win trophies. Yeah, yeah. To win trophies. He, 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 Guardiola, of, of course he wants to win the Champions League, mm-hmm. but he's happy. He reminds me of Clifford. He's happy if he wins the um, Charity Shield. Yeah, of course he is. He just wants well, to win any game, don't he? He, he was brought in to change the style of football. He was brought in 
the Bayern Munich to change the style of football. Yeah. And when Bayern Munich won the Champions League, uh, when it last, not last season, the season before, yeah. they played some of the great, best football I've ever seen a German team play. Absolutely. Nancy right? I know Guardiola weren't there. Yeah. But he changed the dimension and the play, the philosophy in Germany. Spot on. Right? And yes, of course, it, 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 you know, uh, he'll want to win the Champions But he's already won it twice. But who doesn't want to win it a second time? Who doesn't want to win it a third time? Who doesn't want to win it a fourth? But you can't always win. When you get to the, the semi-finals, there's four teams in there on their day. If you, if the best team don't play well on their day, one of them four teams could win it. Absolutely. And also, we've got to say, in the you know the knockout stages, when you're in the last, what, 16, the last eight, and then going into that last four, you know, they're all very good. They're all very good teams. They're the best teams in Europe. And, and over them two games, it only takes you to have an off day, them to have a good day, and bang, especially in the one game, uh, that, that, that it could be all over. They're like heavyweight boxers going in for that kill, and they can really hurt you in one game. Yeah, you'll get the right punch and you, 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 you're out. Absolutely. Absolutely, TC. Absolutely. You could be not top, but you get caught with the right punch and you're out. And and this this is it when you're playing at that level, the elite level. But people make me laugh, and again, it's opinions, and mm. I respect. I, I, it's not that I, you know, I looked at the game, that game, that final, different to what other people look at it. Yeah. Chelsea played well. Yeah. Chelsea stopped Manchester City. Chelsea counter attack. Yeah. We know Manchester City are vulnerable because it's not because they can't defend, because they don't concede that many goals. No, of course. What Manchester City do, they overcommit. Yeah. They overcommit. Mm. So uh, what I will do is I'll give Chelsea the credit because I mean they, they're not mugs, them, you know, they're great players. That's a great team. So people oh, yeah. make me laugh when they say, Oh, you you don't know how to defend or you don't know how to do this. I, I wonder how many trophies Guardiola's won. Oh, hundreds. Probably literally hundreds in his in his career as a as a player and a manager. Without a question of a doubt, you know, for me, Guardiola is one of those guys. What you can turn round and, and turn round and say, um, he he will always win trophies, and he's not bothered. He is bothered, but it it doesn't bother him like it bothers other people. Mm. Um, it doesn't bother him like it bothers other people. Him not winning a major trophy, but he wants to win. Yeah. He wants to win. He he talks about winning the. I I do believe him when he says, "I want to win the league." That's the most important thing to me. Yeah. If if they don't win that league. Mm. City, they're not going in with a stronger team to win the Champions League. And to be and fair, I'm... Liverpool win it by not by not being champions. Yeah. But in general, it's nearly always the champions of that league, their leagues, and the, the countries. You know, what always win that uh, Champions League. I just think if you're going to have a Champions League, I think you should be the champions of your country. If you want to have a European Super League, well, that's something different. But the European Cup morphs into the Champions League and it's the League of Champions. This isn't the League of Champions. It's the European Super League by stealth. And the European Super League will eventually come about because in 2024, I believe, there's going to be even more teams entering this. So it is the European Super League, but they're just not calling it that. But call 
put an association with myfootballbooks.com. I'm going to be doing um, a, a podcast with Andy on Thursday, getting about all the nuts and bolts of book, co- um, of book corner of my football books and uh, loving what Andy does and finding out what what my football books is all about i know he does a weekly or a monthly newsletter he puts out on his pages on facebook and twitter books of now books of them books of uh, the future that are coming out and, and he does a wonderful job promoting so many books and he's his recommendation, TC, uh, this week is Soul and Glory by Matthew Basil. I'm not familiar with this author, but it's spanning four decades from 1950 to 1989. So he's looking at the soul and the glory and the fabric of football. So it sounds a magnificent book. Well, what we will do, as we always try to do, is, is, is get it out there for for all the listeners and all fans of uh, reading uh, football or any sports book, that uh, this is where you can this is where you can buy from, buy them from. And uh, I mean, it's great like you put it out there, yeah. not only for the people uh, what are selling those books, but the authors and, and getting them recognised, you know, and helping them uh, with their with their books. So it's great to have a book corner and it's something different isn't it absolutely yeah absolutely and now uh, whether it whether whether he can monetize it or not remains to be seen i'm not too sure whether he sells those books from a little shop that he's got there but we're going to find out all about that on thursday when i talk to andy and uh, brilliant myfootballbooks.com guys check them out do a wonderful job of promoting football books on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, second book in Book Corner this week is by Chris Lee of Outside Right, a great podcast and blog, I've got to say. Origin Stories, and it looks at the origins of football in all the four corners of the globe. And it's advertised in this month's World Soccer magazine as well. A fantastic uh, journalist and, and author and podcaster as well. I'm, I'm a big fan of Chris's uh, work. So check that out, Origin Stories by Chris Lee. Well, again, it, it, it's more interesting books for, 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 for the people who listen to our podcast and for them even to pass it on. And if we can help these people... We do, and there's nobody more uh, push uh, the, these books and these uh, little places where they can buy them from instead of having to buy them always from Amazon and things like that. So yeah. it's brilliant work by you, Gabby. And you know, you may you may get some business your way by speaking to all these people, but if we can help them uh, by branching out even even further. You know, it's great for them and it's great for, for you, even for us with our podcast, because I mean, we're always looking for sponsors for yep. our podcast, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. And we set up something now where people can... Uh... We, we have to see so people, uh, listeners that are listening to our podcast, The Current View, are listening via our Patreon uh, site. So you pay a fiver, £5 a month, you get... F- well, it depends on how many uh, weeks are in the month, because, of course, some of the months have five weeks. Five weeks and, only, and, that's Yeah, right. absolutely. But generally, it's four. So you're getting on a good month at least 
four podcasts, possibly five of the current view. And you're also getting My Life, My Music with the Governor, Alan Hudson, as we take a trip down memory lane through chapter and verse and look at all the stories from Alan Hudson's fantastic career, both on and off the pitch. So I think for £5, it's tremendous value. Great value. And... And, and, you know, for, for Andy as well, if you can monetize that and if you can sell books via my football books, why not push business that way? You're absolutely spot on, TC. Instead of going to these big corporates, you know, if we can, if we can help and we can create something and join together and, and work together, you know, who knows, we could, uh, we could develop a nice little project for everybody. We could all earn a, earn a few quid out the uh, the beautiful game of football. Yeah, and, and it's nice to help these, these ones, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, you know uh, but send me all the details, Gabby, so I can yeah. put it onto my, onto my wall. Well, I always put it onto uh, our Facebook and Twitter pages, at Current View on Twitter. And The Current View on Facebook. We have got a group on Facebook of the same name, The Current View. And also on uh, Twitter, Terry Curran's personal and official pages are at Curran underscore Terry 11 or at Terry Curran underscore 11. And that's how you can get through to Terry Curran or the page the current view of the show and thirdly tc the forgotten champions 1986-87 everton's last title by paul mcparlan uh, i believe you were a member of that wonderful uh, championship winning team as well i was yes absolutely <laughs> steeped in Ever- evertonian history tc yes i was part of that you know i mean people forget that when i first joined everton they were uh, down near the bottom of the league. And if you'd like to listen to the rest of this podcast and support SRB Media, please follow the link in the description. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.